from Relay FM. This is Connected, episode 452, The Rickies for WWDC 2023. This episode is brought to you by Clean My Mac X, Indeed, and Notion. I am one of your competitors. My name is Mike Hurley. I am actually the annual chairman. No, we're going to get to that. You settle down. Good, wait for your turn. Who's talking? No one's been introduced. I'm talking. Annual chairman is talking. I'm presiding over these Rickies as the annual chairman. I have special powers, and I'm introducing this episode. I'm enjoying, I'm joined by a Ricky competitor, Federico Vatici. Hi, Federico. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm also going to be the winner. So if you want to skip ahead to next week, uh-huh. just, you know, play, play the spoiler horn, you know, just in case, uh, just a heads up, I'll be the, I'll be the winner. No, it's going to be me. It's It's gonna be me. Like, I feel like just statistically, because like currently I am the annual chairman and I think I'm the keynote winner of the Flexies. Nobody cares about statistics. Oh my gosh. It's in the document and we will get to it. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> who is this person? On this show, nobody is anyone until he gets introduced. Okay? It's also my pleasure to introduce Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hello, Stephen. How are you? Hello. Hi, Stephen. I love you, buddy. The current <laughs> chairman status. <laughs> annual picks is Mike. Annual flexies is Mike. There we go. Keynote picks is Federico. Keynote flexies is Mike. Ooh. Okay. So he could, he could go for the perfect four. We will get to that. But first, we have some follow-up. Many people say their watches are green tinted. Many people are saying. Many, many people are saying. <laughs> Why are you ruining this episode? I got two emails and one feedback thing. On the website, so three, three people are saying, "Yeah, it's a lot of people." There was a Watch OS up, Watch OS update that came out. I think yesterday, Watch OS nine point five point one. Maybe that fixes it. I don't know. If you emailed me to tell me your phone, your watch is green, tell me if it's not green, and we'll follow up next week. No, we won't. I swear. If yeah, during the WWDC episode, you bring this up, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right, that's if it. you bring it up, I will. I'll walk. Leave. It's gonna uh, be embarrassing because yeah. we're record, recording it at Apple Park. Yeah. Well, but no, but then you will do it on your own. It will be you on your own. <laughs> if you br- if you bring up the green screen while at Apple Park in front of Apple people, I will sue you. Unless wow, it's a feature in <laughs> iOS seventeen. <laughs> if it's a feature in iOS seventeen, fine, and then you can take some kind of victory lap. It will take a really long time to do a victory lap around Apple Park, but we'll wait for you. You can do it. <laughs> Uh, but we're not going to talk about this next week. So if you want to contact Stephen and tell him, by all means, tell him. But you're not going to hear about it next week. You're going to love the t-shirt I'm going to wear to our recording then. Hashtag free the green. Oh, my God. What is this? It's like, you're like a conspiracy theorist now. What is happening? <laughs> He's like starting a cult or something. What is going on? <laughs> free the green. <laughs> Wait, did you say free the green? Did. Free the green. Wait, so wh- what does did. that mean? Does that mean you want the green or don't want the green? I'm not, that's not no, the green is trapped in your display. You got to let it go. Okay. Is that what it is? It's like, that's why it's, uh-huh. you see it all the time because the green is like trying to get out. Yeah. Through it's the right screen. there at the surface. It can't, it can't break loose. Mike, will you tell us about the Snap 3 Pro? No, I didn't put this in the document. <laughs> this, it doesn't mean you can't read it. It's about you. I feel like you should read it so then I can respond to it as the document has, right? Mike is going for this this kind of I had a red bull. I, I don't know what I I, I have a red I had a red bull. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. So this is what you got. Okay. Now. 
Okay. Okay. So that's what we gotta deal with. As, right. as the uh, the tagline says, "We're a bull. It gives you antagonism." I think that's the <laughs> that's that's what it says. <laughs> the well known uh, catchphrase. Interesting. Uh-huh. Interesting. Okay. Sure. Uh, so MagSafe feedback from Chris. Chris wrote in saying that while listening to Mike distress over the MagSafe PopSocket lifestyle problem. It made them think of the Snap 3 Pro. It has pop socket-like functionality, according to Chris, but it's thin enough that it works with MagSafe while also allowing for magnetic mounting. He's had it for about six months and is really happy with it. So I have two things. One, they only ship to the US and Canada, so I can't buy one. So I can't test it. B- big Snap 3 Pro, buddy. I ask John. John. Ask John, John. Ship this to Mike. <laughs> Wait, can't just John just get one and bring it? Do you think he'll get it in time? Do you want one, Mike? I'll buy you one. Go for it, yeah. At the John Apple store, I ordered the transparent uh, Beats oh, earbuds. Oh, very nice. He's bringing them mm. to me. You should also order the Snap 3 Pro at the John store. At the John store? Give me the pink one, Yeah, John or Steven. Okay, you want... okay, I'll do it. There is a light pink and a kind of a purpley pink. Which one do you like? The light pink. The one next to the gray? Yes. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this, though. You guys know how I am when it comes to wireless charging. Like, Stephen is about green screens. I am about wireless charging, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like putting something in between the charger and the thing on the phone is worse. Well, I mean, Twitch is on conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, they say it's going to work. Well, it's look, it's just... what You shouldn't be scared of electricity going through magnets and plastic it's fine it's certified by who by somebody all you need to like when you need to get out of an argument them you need to say well it's certified everybody's gonna believe you that's that's actually a pretty good i like that that's like a federico life hack right there just say yeah like when you're talking about furniture or appliances you just drop it in there it's like yeah yeah it's certified Mm. and anybody goes like oh okay Mm mm-hmm so you put those stickers in the front of like refrigerators. Yeah. This is certified. Certified. Well, maybe I will be able to certify it if Stephen gets it in time and can bring it. Uh, I ordered it. Thank you. I will not be talking about this on the next episode. I'll talk about it on the next one after that because it will be important things to do next time. Speaking of next time, uh, WWDC is next week. What? I'm sorry to break it to you, Stephen. <laughs> uh, Stephen. <laughs> it's next Monday. Were you re- are you busy? <laughs> Are you busy? <laughs> uh, yes, actually. I will be coming in on Tuesday. <laughs> Actual poor planning, but unfortunately, Stephen had nothing to do uh, with it. I'm so sorry, Stephen, because they are announcing and discontinuing the headset on Monday. <laughs> mm. Be there or be squared. Uh, you're going to miss it all. You're going to miss it all. That's it. It's the only time you can see it. <laughs> How are you boys feeling about WWDC? Very excited. Yeah, me too. Very, very, very into it, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, this is, I think, yeah, this is the last show I'm going to record before uh, WWDC, so that's fun. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing people. I'm looking forward to a seven-hour keynote. Um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm all in, baby. I can't wait. Yeah. I look forward to picking up Federico at the airport, you know? It's going to be great. It's all good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I will be I will be in good company as we make our way toward America. Yep. As always. Yep. So looking forward to it. Can't cannot wait. All right, but we have things to do. Okay. We do. It is time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs>
We start each game by reading of the Bill of Rickies. I start with the preamble, because that comes first. The Rickies is a game connected hosts play before Apple keynotes in the beginning of a new year, trying to predict future events. It is made up of three rounds. Each host makes two regular picks, followed by a risky pick. There are two types of Rickies, annual Rickies and keynote Rickies. The winner of the annual Rickies is named the annual chairman. This position is awarded every January. The keynote Rickies winner is named the keynote chairman. This position is held until the next keynote. That's the one we're playing today. After the Rickies, the hosts then play a game called the Flexies. These two games are separate but related. Please stand for the reading of the rules. Correct regular picks are awarded one point. The language used for regular picks must be finalized and agreed upon during recording and no partial points may be awarded. Correct risky picks are worth two points, but wrong ones will cause a point to be deducted from that host's total. Picks must have been approved as risky by the two other hosts before the start of the game. A pick cannot be named risky if it has been previously rumored by the publications of Record, 9to5Mac, or Mac Rumors. Picks made for the keynote rookies cannot be reused by the host who made them for the next keynote. The annual rookies have their own subset of rules. Once a host chooses something as an annual pick, they cannot reuse it in that calendar year. Additionally, picks may not be used in back-to-back annual rookies by the same host. All hosts are allowed to reuse picks previously made by others. Scoring is completed during recording and cannot be modified once an episode is complete. In the event of a tie, Dice by PCALC must be used in Relay FM mode to pick a winner. Jason Snell has a lifetime ban on flipping any coins in relation to the Rickies. Coin flips by Jason on other podcasts are allowed but are frowned upon and subject to public shaming. For Keynote Rickies, the scoring window starts when the event begins and closes when the picks are scored. Any information used in scoring must be publicly verifiable at the time of recording. The order of picks is set by previous performance. The winner of the previous associated game goes first. The previous loser goes last. Winners will be recognized during the closing ceremonies. As a reminder, Mike is the current annual chairman and Federico is the current keynote chairman. Past results can be seen at rickies.co and rickies.net. These sites also have pages about managing your own scorekeeping at home. You may be seated. So we do need to address one issue. If Mike wins this, he will reign supreme with all four titles. So he needs to win the keynote and the flexies. I have to win a lot. But this is the closest we've ever been. Maybe we need to address what this person would be called because just chairman doesn't feel like it's grand enough. We had a couple suggestions Uh, Listener Drew wrote in and recommended the unified champion of Connected. This is apparently from professional wrestling. (laughs) I like unified champion. (laughs) Martin wrote in with his supreme Ricky Flex. If we're going with wrestling, uh, Undisputed is used quite a lot. Okay. Which I would quite enjoy to be the Undisputed champion. Okay. Now, don't we have 
like a joint name thing. Wasn't that a thing that we did once? Yeah, we 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 do. Yeah, so Federico shall be named. This is uh, this is part of the flexes. I'm sorry, but there's like we have like for the flexes there is yes. a name for if we got both Kino and Annual. So I think it would have to include that, right? So mine would be, uh, we will get to this later on, but if I won both the Kino and Annual, I would be Archduke Mm -hmm. Flexington. Like that would be my full name. So I think it would have to be something like... Archduke Champion? The Undisputed (laughs) Champion, Archduke Flexington. I think that's what I would go with. I do also feel like personally as the person who's closest to having this happen to them uh that that person should get to choose the name yeah i don't want to necessarily codify it in the rules because in a way if this happens like you could have a bespoke name each time it happens i think that's part of it you get to be whoever you want to be i think that's that's your extra prize right that if you have managed to hold down the entire thing uh, that you should uh, you should get to choose. Okay, it. so that's what we're going to go with. If you if someone holds all four, you get to pick your title. Mm-hmm. We will codify this in the rules for next time. I'm just going to write it down for now, but we're not changing the document currently. Someone holds all four Correct. titles, they are allowed to choose their own their own uh, moniker. moniker. That's what I was looking for. Monica Bing. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yep. That was, what we, that was what we were going for. This episode of Connected is made possible by Clean My Mac X. Junk files, hung processes, and malicious apps can slow down even the latest, most powerful Macs. Maintaining your Apple machine, whether old or new, is essential for smooth macOS performance. Clean My Mac X is an all-in-one Mac maintenance tool that takes care of old junk, faulty apps, and malware in an efficient, aesthetically pleasing, hassle-free way. You can use the app's menu to monitor your Mac's health, CPU load, and more. And with nearly 30 million downloads and 15 years of expertise, this app is a must-try for any Mac user. Run CleanMap Mac X to gear your Mac up for the groundbreaking additions that will be announced at this year's WBDC. As Apple continues to pack the Mac with more innovative features, CleanMyMac X ensures that your hardware will remain healthy and running at peak performance so you can enjoy a seamless macOS experience. One of the things that I love about this app is that all these tools are in one interface. Without CleanMyMac X, you'd be running around like a wild person trying to solve all this on your own. But CleanMyMac X puts it in one beautiful application. You can walk through it really easily. You can understand what it's doing. It's just fantastic. All connected listeners get 5% off. Check out the link in the show notes or go to macpaw.app slash connected. That's macpaw, M-A-C-P-A-W, macpaw.app slash connected, or check out the link in the show notes. Our thanks to Clean My Mac X for their support of Connected and all of Relay FM. Okay, uh, the order is Federico and then Mike and then me. So you're up, buddy. Okay, so my first regular pick is about health. And specifically, my pick is the health app gets mood tracking and an iPad version. So two features, one pick, I'm that generous, you see? That's a bold first pick. I'm bringing the passion back Mm. for the Rikis. We're going to be in person. You know, you either do it with passion or you don't. Can we get some clarifications? Sure. For help, to help with scoring? Um, Mood tracking. 
Yeah. Like, so, so okay. one of the rumors is journaling. Is that mood tracking or does the journaling have to have a mood tracking feature within it? No, I think the health app itself will have some kind of mood check okay. uh, thing where you say I'm, I'm feeling stressed or I'm happy, I'm relaxed or something like that. Huh. Um, and an iPad version, it, it is what it is, an iPad version, health on the iPad, uh, graded here, but, I'm also, but like I'm expecting the iPad version to take advantage of the bigger screen with like some kind of grid layout. I would expect uh, graphs and charts to look really nice on the iPad's display. Uh, but yeah, so the text of my pick is the health app gets mood tracking and an iPad version. Which means I would I would expect that you will be able to open the health app, say I'm feeling such and such, and uh, and you will be able to do it on the iPad as well. Uh, will be interesting to see how they're gonna sync data with end-to-end encryption uh, across devices. But I mean, they already kind of do. I mean, there must be a way, right? Because like yeah. my Apple Watch and my iPhone manage it. Uh, I'm excited for this, and especially the you know I think the mood tracking feature. Especially if it gets combined with some shortcuts integrations and stuff like that, would be super nice to have like a quick, like a one-tap shortcut to to say how you feel. I think there's a and plus there's an entire market of of apps that already do this and that could save their data into the sort of uh, uh, health database instead of each having their own silo. Yeah, I used one for a while. I don't remember what it was called now, but I used like a it was like a year or something. I was using a mood tracking app, and it I found it I found it really helpful. Like it just as like a simple thing can be really helpful. Uh, and there there can be an interesting combo with journaling in here though, right? Like I I do imagine that if Apple was to write a journaling app, that it could also talk to the mood tracking function in health. Mm-hmm. Um, I it I would expect that that would be a pretty clear integration between the two, but like so many things, I think basically everything in health, uh, whether Apple makes it or not, they they have it accessible uh, to write to and read from. Um, yeah. You know, I'm thinking of like the pedometer or whatever. You know, so yeah. um, this would be tied into that. I think this would be a really nice feature, and I think on the iPad it might be good because you'd be able to actually see more. I I find the health app. Uh, really could do a little bit more space than I have on the iPhone sometimes. Um, it's quite a, a, a data-rich uh, experience. So I think getting it on a bigger screen uh, would be better. Agreed, yeah. All right, should we move on to my pick? Okay. Okay, we're going to bring the passion down a notch with the headset is unveiled. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you part of the reason I've picked this. I have two reasons for picking this. One, I, I want the points. Two, yeah. I'm kind of thinking about like the structure of the episode next week. That if, as we tend to do, is like mostly score the Rickies as like the conversation, that we might need to actually have a reason to talk about the headset. So like this helps us do that. Um, but also I want the points. Mm. Passion's not needed. Passion is just... An extra sprinkling. It's not in the rules. Um, within the rules, the headset will be unveiled. And to be fair, I don't think this is the first time that this pick has been given, so who could tell what's going to happen? N- not graded, but I'm just going to ask you, uh, where do you stand on the name? I think they will go with Apple Reality. Yeah, okay. But that, but that's it. I, 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 
not reality pro. I don't know. I, I go backwards and forwards on it because to me, it's strange to give something the pro name when there's nothing else, right? Like it's, right. it's the yeah. only one. However, when I like had this argument with myself, they maybe want to put the word pro on it to be like, yeah, it's expensive. So like there will be a cheaper one later on. Um, so I'm I'm not sure, but I I do think reality. I think we were talking about. I think we were talking about it on this show either last week or a couple of weeks ago about just like this is just the way that Apple names things. Like they could just call it Apple headset and it would work. But um, I think I think reality is is probably where they're going to go. And I don't know if this is going to come up later on, but I'll just mention it now. Uh, I I actually am leaning towards reality OS as the OS name. Reality. I, I like reality OS more than XR OS, personally. Yeah, me and Jason were talking about this on the draft and he kind of solidified it to me because he was just like, XR is a stupid term that does yeah. not make sense to people unless they know what it means. And so calling it that doesn't make sense, especially, again, when you look at the, the names of the operating systems, they're all very clear, like what they support. Yeah. They, they are named after Mac. the product that they are yeah. focused on. So I think unless they're going to call this Apple XR, which I really don't think they will, um, I, I think it, I'm, I'm leaning towards reality for both of them. The Pro, I'm not sure about yet. I do want to just read out your annual risky pick just for some more context. Mm. It's already in red in our document. You said Apple shows off their headset in March. They announced developer tools at WBDC and show it off again an event in September. It ships to customers in October. I still think that at that time I was right. Wow. Like, but then things changed. Like, but I still believe that in January, that was the plan. But now here we are and we're staring down the barrel of a three hour long keynote. For sure. And I don't think your pick is a repeat of your risky. So I think you're clear of that rule. Yeah, I, I mean, this is why like, they're going to have to, on Monday, do the job of showing the hardware for the first time, showing the system apps and its uses, showing games and everything before they even get to talk about the developer story, if at all, during the keynote. Like, they might not even really talk about the developer story during the keynote other than, like, hey, you'll be able to make apps for it and then just move on because they can do all that later on, right? And we have a very sweet solution for you. <laughs> what would the sweet solution be, right? So if the original sweet solution was web apps... I'd just take your iPad app and, and bring it to... The right, but they are going to do that, though. Like, they are doing well, that. Well, they literally are. I joked on... We recorded app stories today, and I uh -huh. joked that... Well, no, not joke, but I said, like, hey, maybe they're going to do, like, uh, reality catalyst... And that's what they're going to call the system for taking your iPad app and it works on the headset. I mean, they have Mac Catalyst. They might just do Reality Catalyst. And that, that's how you take your iPad app and it works on the headset. Well, I doubt it will be... I mean, who knows if it would be called that, but that's realistically probably what the system will be, right? Mm -hmm. Like, It's not just yeah. going to run the iPad app as such. There's probably some changes you want to make, like how similar yeah. you'd want to ideally make changes to your app for Catalyst, but... In essence, it will do it. It will be that, right? But uh, yeah. remind me, did Catalyst apps Catalyst apps ran on Intel Macs, right? Yes, they do. Yeah. See, I imagine all this stuff is more simple now, right? Because it's in essence the i like you know how like we could get iPhone apps on our Macs, like iPad apps on mm -hmm. our Macs, just because it was all Apple Silicon. Like, this would be Apple Silicon too. So like, it's even simpler. They 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 
to just to have these things run. Mine is of a similar passion level. Apple announced a 15-inch MacBook Air. I think yours is a is a smidge more passionate than mine. I feel like mine is a lock. I'm not sure if the MacBook Air is like a lock lock. You know what I mean? Like it's definitely out there. This is probably the time they're going to do it, but Yeah. This this keynote could go by and they don't do it and we wouldn't be like, oh my god, I can't believe it, right? Which is what would happen if there was no headset. Like it's just a MacBook if, Air. If no we headset. had done this two weeks early or something, I don't think I would have picked it because I think there was room where this could have like slipped in to a PR thing in May. But here, just a few days ahead of the keynote, I feel like I feel much better about it not being before WBDC. Right? They're not going to announce this on Thursday or Friday. Oh wait. Wait, the press release, 15... No, I'm kidding. That would be incredible. Can you imagine? imagine? How great great would that be, though? Would that be too late for you at that point? I don't know. That's never happened before. (laughs) I think so. I think I'd I'd lose the point. (laughs) Federico says, the health app gets mood tracking and an iPad version. Mike says, the headset is unveiled, and I picked Apple will announce a 15-inch MacBook Air. Feeling pretty good. I think I think we all have a good shot at all these. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if the headset's not unveiled? <laughs> it's like, can you imagine what are we gonna do there? Like, are we just gonna yeah. talk about widgets? And yes. Watch us. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's what we've done at many others. <laughs> we've yeah, gone through many others. And just what was about even widgets. life like before the headset? I cannot remember. Uh-huh. Uh, I cannot remember. Anyway, is it time for round two? I feel like it's time for round two. It's time for round two. My pick is. Apple introduces a brand new journaling app. This is the base text of the pick and not graded. Uh, I think this app will have obviously some location-based features um, to maybe say, hey, I was with my friend today at such and such place. Uh, maybe will, I mean, I'm sure as it's uh, an, a journaling app, it will be able to take notes. Uh, you will be able to attach images and videos, I assume, in addition to location location data and maybe uh maybe there will be integration with music i think it'll be interesting to uh to imagine this sort of like journaling app where you can really take advantage of all the integrations that apple can do so like i was with friends and he knows what you mean with friends because you can look him up in the uh, in the in the find friends thing Mm -hmm. and maybe you can customize a page for a day and put a song in it and so, like, when you open a page for, uh, you know, next Monday, you will, you know, there's a little Apple Music button there that plays a song. Um, you know, all these different things that only Apple can do. Uh, maybe it connects to your reminders, right? So I'd be really keen to see what Apple's take on a... Uh, I would assume they would absolutely uh, advertise the privacy angle of their journaling app, what they can do in terms of design. Is it just going to be something that looks like notes? Is it going to be something that looks like freeform? Uh, I think in in recent years, we've seen like a lot of Apple apps, they kind of have that samey look. I mean, that's broadly speaking, that's kind of true of the whole SwiftUI generation of apps. You know, they got that SwiftUI look to them. Uh, But maybe here they can try something a bit different. If it's a journaling app, uh, maybe it can have a little, you know, a few fun visual traits. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, so my pick is Apple introduces a brand new journaling app. And I'm really curious to see what they do with this. On on the design, um, I was listening to App Stories and you guys did your um, 
reality OS, XR OS kind of predictions. Uh, and I was hit by the idea that like we're, I think we're about to re-enter the age of skeuomorphism. Mm. Like I think skeuomorphic design is going to come back in a significant way because of the headset. But I think it may be constrained just to the headset, right? That like you're going to actually be able to create things that look real because mm -hmm. you want them to look real. So like, we're not going to, you know, our apps on the headset are not just going to be big blank white canvases. They're going to look like things. They're going to like rooms. They're going to look like fields or whatever it's going to be. Well, that's the hope, at least. Right. That's what you're told. But it did, you know, thinking of that, maybe, you know, with just what you were saying there, I could imagine them maybe being a little more playful with a journaling app. So it doesn't just look like the notes app and reminders. Like, I, I think it might be nice to give it maybe a little bit more color at least, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, that, that, you know, maybe the background isn't white. Maybe the background is like more of a kind of like, you know, yellow paper kind of color or something like that um, to maybe maybe give it just a little bit more of a, of a visual flair. That would be my hope anyway. I'm also really, yeah, I'm intrigued by this idea of a journaling app because I want to see how how much that that app uh, sort of eats into the usage of Apple Notes. Just because I know that so many people are using Apple Notes as their own journaling app. You know, mm. it's right there on your phone. You make a folder. Maybe you lock that folder with Touch ID or Face ID, and you got your own system for, pri for private notes. And of course, it's not ideal for that. Just like Apple Notes is not ideal for checklists, and yet so many, so many people use Apple Notes as a basic to-do system. Um, and so many use it as a journaling sort of diary type of experience. Uh, and I've seen it. Like, uh, even in my family, I see Apple Notes being used like this. And so to have a native component for it, to have a native sort of alternative for it, um, I want to see what happens. Uh, yeah. Because if, if you got your own journal right there made by Apple, why not use that instead of Notes? All right, should we move on to mine? This might be one of these ones, and I'm saying this up front, where we may need to have a bit of discussion about how we score this. Like, I just want to know I'm saying that before I say it, and then we can talk about it. Uh, my pick is that a widget-like interface comes to the Apple Watch. Okay, what does that So, mean? what I'm saying is the idea that widgets will become the kind of new way that apps look, right? Or that, like, glances return, and it's iOS-style widgets... So this is where I need we need to talk about this. Like, how are we gonna grade this pick? Or like, is there something that you would like me to write as a clarifier? Would you like me to reword this pick in some way? What do you think? I feel like I just need to get some clarification on the on the widget like aspect. Well, I I imagine like what is widget like and what isn't. Does it look like a widget on the iPhone? Like that's what I'm saying. Well, that, but like, what if they're called? I'll tell you what. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna rewrite it I'm so I can help you out here, so we can make it undeniable. Uh, watch OS. Don't make this mistake. The next. What I'm trying to of... here's what I'm trying to write now, but I might need your help with it. Of like that. Uh, hold on. Developers can bring their iOS widgets to Watch OS. Hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Interesting. Are you sure you want to go with this? <laughs> I, no, <laughs> but I feel like I wasn't going to be able to get the two of you to score the previous one. Are you? So, so let me ask you this. Let me ask because I want, I need to understand what you mean here. Yeah. Do you do you mean that you think WatchOS will have widgets that have to look like iOS widgets, or 
Do you just think that Apple is going to do widgets on watchOS? Widgets on watchOS. Okay, so they don't have to look like the iOS ones. Like, they can still no. be widgets, but look like, does watchOS look like iOS to you? No. And why do widgets have to look like iOS ones? I don't, they don't. But I, I just mean that, like, I think that there will be a lot of similarities between what they're going to do on watchOS to what they're already doing. I mean, I'm, with I'm fine. I'm fine if you just want to say that WatchOS 10 will get widgets because it doesn't have widgets right now. You know what? I that's that's perfect. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Watch good with OS. that. You know, you know, you don't need to say that they need to look widgets. like iOS widgets. Yeah, yeah. Or, no, that's that's yeah. that's what I was trying to say, but I was doing a really bad job. I, I they obviously don't have widgets. So yeah, WatchOS 10 gets widgets. That's my that's my fit. I, I guess the only risk for you is that they need to be called widgets or or glances. Don't bring that word back. Because you could argue that a complication is like a little tiny widget, right? Whereas what we mean here is, I've rewritten it again. <laughs> Watch OS ten get support no, for Widget well, Kit. But no, but that's incorrect because uh. aren't complications already written with Widget Kit? Yeah, I think they All are. Right. Watch OS ten gets widgets. Widgets. That's what I'm Just, glad. And with. we Watch know OS what it means. Gets widgets. Yeah, who knows? This one might be hard to score. We'll find out next week. But what my pick is: Watch OS ten gets widgets. My round two pick is a bit of stagecraft. I'm saying the phrase, one more thing, will be used before the headset is announced. They used it with the Apple Watch. Remember Tim Cook's voice like broke a little bit? It was very sweet. I think this is, if you're going to use it, now's the time to use it. I don't think they should Why not? It. I just feel like it's that's done now. No, they'll do it. Uh, I'm not saying they sh- sh- they they won't. I'm saying I don't think they should. Like, I, I think that that phrase has gone away now, but I think that Tim Cook will not be able to resist it. I think he'll keep saying it until he has his big breakout product. So every time they introduce something new, one more thing will be used. Like, I'm on board of you. I just think that it's not necessary anymore. I guess this predicates that the what the headset will be lost, right? Which I, I think it has to be. And if you look at every keynote ever, the big mm. quote unquote surprise thing is always last. So, mm. yeah, they're going to be, and we have one more thing and still two hours. To yeah, go. All, like <laughs> we have one more thing. It's like 25 <laughs> minutes into the WWDC keynote. And you're like, great, we're almost done. 20 minutes. Well, nope. like when they introduced the watch, it was alongside the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus. And if you go back and watch that keynote, like Apple Pay is in there too. And all that is like 40 minutes. Hmm. It's like, oh, they're already done with the phone? Like, <laughs> you know. Oh my gosh, this is so... Uh, Zach says in the Discord, Tim used one more thing for the Apple Watch, the iPhone ten, and Apple Music. Oh, Tim. Oh, uh, really though? Those those three things aren't the same. Everything about the Apple Music keynote is garbage. I don't know. Drake with the jacket was pretty cool. The jacket was pretty sweet. No, it was terrible. The jacket was fine, but we didn't need Drake on stage. We didn't need any of it. That's the worst. <laughs> keynote was the worst. It was so bad. I got a good blog post out of Drake's jacket back in the day. You always do. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> I'm not surprised. So, Federico, do you want to recap round two? All right, round two. We're going with me first. And I said, Apple introduces a brand new journaling app. Mike said, after much deliberation, watch OS 10 
gets widgets. Stephen, you picked the phrase one more thing will be used before the headset is announced. I just very quickly went to Google. So the w, no, the YouTube, sorry, the WWDC 2015 keynote was two hours and 20 minutes long. One more thing was set at one minute and 39 seconds. Hmm. There was so much. They spent so much time talking about Apple Music. Wait, did you say one minute and 39 seconds? Uh, one hour and okay. 39 minutes. Like, jeez. <laughs> hey, good morning. We have one more thing. I will agree. It was a... Yeah, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> we have one more thing for you today. <laughs> uh, that was good. Good morning. How is everybody feeling? <laughs> we got one more thing for you today. That's it. Stop asking. We have one thing. That's it. Leave us alone. This episode of Connected is made possible by Indeed. What's a game where no one wins? That's the waiting game. And when it comes to hiring, you don't want to wait for great talent to find you. Find them first with Indeed. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. It is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills... You can use Indeed's powerful hiring platform to do it all. Indeed streamlines hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. Indeed's hiring platform is really great because it gets you one step closer to the hire by immediately matching you with quality candidates. Even better, Indeed is the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements, making it an unbelievably powerful hiring platform. Delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest in 2019. Join more than the three million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash connected. This offer is good for a limited time, so claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash connected. That's I-N-D-E-E-D, indeed.com slash connected. Go there to support the show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Our thanks to Indeed for the support of the show and Relay FM. It is time for the Risky Picks round. And I'm going first again, and I will tell you, I'm pretty sure this has to be the longest text for a Risky Pick that I've ever done. And I'm risking it all with this. The next version of iPadOS will introduce a brand new audio routing system with support for selecting different input sources similar to macOS. It continues. The feature will finally allow podcasters like me to record local audio while also being on a FaceTime or Zoom call, assuming apps add support for it. I can't believe this has finally found its way into the Rickies. Well, he's not even done yet. There's some not graded stuff too. Yeah, but that's the pick. We can talk about the not graded, but like just the, the pick itself, the, the long requested yeah. feature for us to be able to record and have a call at the same time has finally found its way into the Rickies. Non-graded, I do believe that it's going to be, like, if they do it, I think it's going to be like on macOS, where if you plug in, a like, for example, a USB device, and it does not require special drivers, 
like a USB Pre 2, for example. It just shows up in the sound uh, settings panel, and you can just select it as an input or output device. And I think it's going to be like that. Obviously, it also means the sounds page of settings on the iPad will need to be redesigned because right now it's basically nothing. Like, there's no audio management system at all on the iPad right now. All you get is control center, and you can expand the little audio uh, tile, and you can choose where to play audio. Uh, like, it's basically nothing compared to what you can do on macOS. And I just feel like the context of this pick is, obviously this is something I want, and this is something over the years I've spent a lot of money trying to make happen with the current limitations of, of iPadOS. And I never got quite what I wanted. Um, and also the arrival of Logic and Final Cut. I think it's time for the iPad to get a much better, just in general, audio system, whether it's about where you want to play audio or the kind of microphone you want to use. I think it just, it just looks kind of silly to have a, a, a platform with Logic and Final Cut and no sound page in settings that lets you select a microphone or another type of source, and also a platform that doesn't let you have concurrent audio streams on your computer. Like, it just feels kind of silly to have a computer that you pay $2,000 for, and it runs Logic and Final Cut, and still you cannot listen to music or be on a call at the same time, or watch two videos at the same time. It just looks... Uh, kind of ridiculous. So yeah, once again, the text of the pick, because I realize there's people uh, inserting this live into Ricky's related websites. The next version of iPadOS will introduce a brand new audio routing system with support for selecting different input sources similar to macOS. This feature will finally allow podcasters like me to record local audio while also being on a FaceTime or Zoom call, parenthesis, assuming apps add support for it. If you're ever going to pick it, it's now, mm -hmm. right? Like, I feel like this, we've finally had something happen which would suggest that maybe Apple would want to add this, where, like, previously it was purely just, like, we wanted it. Yeah. But now professional audio and video creation tools could be helpful to, to add these features, but oh, thank I you. hope you're right. I hope so, too. All right, you're up next, Mike. Apple introduces a co-pilot-like feature for Xcode powered by artificial intelligence or machine learning. God, this <laughs> this is I well, props to you for really going risky here. So I put my passion into this one. So it, this is some not graded information. So I'm I'm assuming they will create something like GitHub Copilot. Um, where effectively as you're writing code, it can there will be machine learning going on, which will be able to suggest to you ways to improve your code or solve some common problems. I assume it would probably live in a sidebar and would be a uh, beta feature. Beta feature? How do we call that in America? Beta with a D. I lost myself there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more the E sound that I'm looking for than the B sound. I know that the B sound's there. Joe, it ain't ready yet! <laughs> Put it in the beta! I guess so. Uh, I, and I'm, I'm sticking with AI or ML because I don't I don't think we know yet where Apple's going to fall on this and I'm, I'm hoping that the two of you will accept that as uh, they'll either call it AI or machine learning. Because technically, 
you know, all of the stuff we call AI is actually machine learning right now. Like there isn't an artificial intelligence, right? Like it is just machine learning, but we will call them AI now. So it's just, we mm -hmm. call it AI. But yeah, that's what I think that, uh, I think they'll do this eventually, whether it's now or not. I don't know. I think if they're going to do it anywhere, maybe this would be the first place, first place they would do something like this. And it, if they have something close, it would be kind of cool to have something in WWDC that is jumping on this AI train, right? Um, so, like, Apple is not completely left uh, behind by all the... But let me ask you, based on what data? Like, what did they train... What did they train this co-pilot-like thing against? Because GitHub, I mean, Microsoft, and you know, they have all of their like open source GitHub repos to train the model against. What do you I mean, Apple has their entire code base? Right. So you think it's based on Apple's own code? I have no idea. I mean, but it could be like well, what did they train? But if you want to speculate, like oh, I, I would assume it would be something I don't know about in the sense of like so their all of their photos machine learning. Apple just mm. bought up the rights to like a billion photos, right? So it could just be something like that. Like there is some database out there like they could have worked with github i don't know right like where they're just like we'll just give you a bunch of money can you just give us a bunch of data i imagine it'd be something like that like there's just like a bunch of stuff out there and they've just trained it against a, a data set they could have used some of their own data i don't know and it could also be like oh it's a beta feature because if you opt into this we're also going to do differential privacy on your code and use that, like, you know, like if you opt into this, you're maybe giving the ability for the system to train itself up. I don't know. That's a good question, though. But that's just kind of one of those things, which I feel like money and desire would solve that. Oh, they can probably solve it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can just, uh, can you buy code? Like, like you can buy um, pasta? Like you, can pro you probably but can. But maybe you don't need to buy it. Like, I, I don't know what the terms are for open source software. Like, I, I don't know, right? Like, I think there are a lot of cloudy questions about what can be used. I just so. I just feel like it'd be kind of weird if Apple went out and said, yeah, we scraped a bunch of open source projects to train our model. <laughs> and it's like, whereas I could imagine yeah, I Apple know. saying, and we trained our model against our purest, finest code from our own apps. <laughs> yeah, that's pure and fine all the time. Hopefully it's not based on the shortcuts code, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but that that could be it though, right? That like that they say like oh we 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 started this with our own apps and over time we're going to build it out with, with your whatever, help. right? Or like we're announcing today a partnership with whoever and you know like that that I don't think it would be very good to start with because these things need to get off the ground somehow. Like mm -hmm. but I could just if I thought they were going to do anything kind of new in this space, this feels like a place to start. Yeah, but also, uh, as people in the Discord have pointed out, uh, training against Apple's internal code, that would probably be a nightmare for Apple. Like you, uh, Well, but it's not like they're just going to let this feature free. Like, they can, they can remove... Could, could, be trained, could be trained against all the code snippets that they show off in public at WWDC, like in sessions. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There's there is an there is a way to keep it yeah clean right like there is a way like there is shipping source code all over the place that you can go through like they could they have a way to to make sure that they are yeah I agree 
able to just, you know, not have any internal code names sneak out, even though that happens all the time. So that's two risky picks. There's only one left to go. The best one, really. The announced price of the headset will be less than $2,500. So this is risky in two ways. Just before you get to that, this might be the shortest risky pick of all time. (laughs) (laughs) But carry on. This is risky, I think, Stephen, in a couple of ways. First, everybody is saying that this is going to cost more than $3,000. And second, this is not shipping anytime soon. And neither Mike nor I think there's any reason for Apple to announce any sort of detail about pricing. Whereas you think they will announce the price for the headset and it's going to cost less than what everybody's projecting. Care, can you explain your position here? I just, I get the sense that over $3,000 is just so much money. I'm reminded of the iPad. Everyone thought it was going to cost at least 1000 Apple came out at 499 What should we price it at? <laughs> well, if you listen to the pundits, we're going to price it under $1,000, which is code for $999. When we set out to develop the iPad, we not only had very ambitious technical goals and user interface goals, but we had a very aggressive price goal because we want to put this in the hands of lots of people. And just like we were able to meet or exceed our technical goals, we have met our cost goals. And I am thrilled to announce to you that the iPad pricing starts not at $9.99, but at just $499. There has been no reporting of the price being less than $3,000. And so maybe Apple's happy to have that expectation set really high and then they can come and undercut it so it looks less expensive. Less than $2,500, still very expensive potentially, but a little bit better than $3,000. I can't help but think if they don't if they don't share the price, I totally get it. But I feel like if it's substantially less than the rumors, why not have that out now? And it's a risky pick, right? Like I understand there's risk here. But there's also a sweet taste of glory just on my lips with it. The the only argument I could probably use in favor of of your pick is if you if you announce the pricing now, and it's yeah it's gonna be expensive, but you give people several months to save money for this purchase. Whereas if you announce it in November and you say, well, it ships in two weeks and it's gonna cost. $2,500, everybody will be like, oh, no, I really want to get this, but I don't have the money saved for it. I don't know. I go back and forth on this because on the one hand, why talk about money now when it's just a developer event and it's like, is it going to be final hardware? We don't even know. On the other hand, like, yeah, announce the pricing now, let the people save money for it, you know, months in advance and sort of... Uh, be become familiar with the idea that this is going to be a premium product, you know, five months from mm-hmm. now or whatever. And, and Zach points out in the, the Discord, he beat me to it, they did announce a starting price for the watch in 2014. And so much of this feels like an echo of the Apple Watch. 
I think there's room for it. I don't know. So my feeling on this is twofold. One, uh, the iPad one is something that people bring up a lot, but 1000 to 500 that was like, oh, that's a great price. 2500 <laughs> instead of 3000 it's still a lot of money. It's not like everyone's like, will be like, oh, wow, only 2500 yeah. Well, I leave, I leave the door open <laughs> to less than 2500 I know, but like I, I don't think that there's going to be a price that they could go to where people are going to be like shocked like they were with the sure. iPad, right? It's not like this thing at $2,000 is a steal, right? W- whatever it costs, it's going to be seen as expensive, which is why I would think that because of that, do they want all the articles to be written about the price when it's announced? If, if they, whatever the price is for this thing, it will be very expensive. Yes, and every article will focus around the price, and I, I'm not sure if that's what they want to do for its first outing. I think it's better to get that out of the way now than when consumers can actually order it. So say that it's 3000 or 2500 I agree with you, not a big, huge difference like the iPad. Isn't it better to get people used to that idea months before they can buy it instead of being super amped for it, say they bring it out in September or October and say, hey, these are the final features, this is the, this is the price, you can order it next Friday, and then you, have, then you have like the sales cycle being much closer to the shock of the price for people who don't pay attention to the rumors. And I think if you do the blow now, like rip the Band-Aid off now, people will have adjusted to it by the time it's available for them to order. That's very fair. However, when is this thing shipping? What will the economic landscape of the world be like then? What will currency exchanges be like? Like Strong headwinds, baby. There could be very, very strong headwinds on the headset. Mm. Uh, headset headset wins. Wins. <laughs> I, if you're right on this one, I'll be thrilled because I would love to know now. Plus, I would love it to be less than $2,500. Yeah. It, but it, I, would be, I would be surprised because I hadn't thought of what event like what federico just said like it might not be shipping hardware like they might not show what it looks like it might just be like these are the capabilities of it this is the operating system we're going to show you the hardware later on i doubt that too i don't know i doubt that but i don't know right i'm gonna i'm gonna be so bummed if they do that (laughs) like i i hope it's i don't think they're gonna do that but i hadn't considered that until you just said it yeah this one is it's such a simple pick, but it's very risky. I think that's one reason I love it. It's so, like you said, so short, so straightforward. But I feel like the passion per word is very high. It's concentrated. The, the PPW? High PPW score. High PPW. <laughs> Mike, do you want to recap the risky picks? I do. Federico's pick is, for the third and final time, the next version of iPadOS will introduce a brand new audio routing system with support for selecting different input sources similar to macOS. This feature will finally allow podcasters like me to record local audio while also being on a FaceTime or Zoom call, assuming apps add support for it. I picked... Apple introduces a Copilot-like feature for Xcode powered by artificial intelligence or machine learning. Stephen picked the announced price of the headset will be less than $2,500. This episode of Connected is also made possible by Notion. Project management tools are supposed to help you move faster and stay organized. But if you're jumping between 50 browser tabs just to do your job, then maybe you haven't found the right tool yet. 
and nothing will slow you down, like using the wrong tools to get things done. And that's where Notion comes in. Notion has just launched Notion Projects, which includes new powerful ways to manage projects, and you can leverage the power of their built-in AI features. Notion Projects combines project management with your docs, your knowledge base, and AI. So you can stop jumping between tools and stop paying too much for them as well. In just one workspace, you can do everything you need to get your projects over the finish line, from brainstorming to drafting launch plans to organizing sprints and keeping everyone on deadline. And of course, Notion is super customizable. Everyone has a preference for how they like to view their projects, so you can view everything in whatever way works best for you, whether that's a timeline, a table, or Kanban board. There's also powerful filtering and automation features so you can work exactly the way you want. On top of that, Notion AI helps you automate all that tedious overhead, like summarizing meeting notes or finding next steps and freeing you up to do the deep work. I've been playing a lot with Notion AI over the last couple of weeks, and it is amazing. You can have it take anything from like a blank page, like, hey, write an email or blog post on this topic. You can take a bunch of meeting notes and have it not only summarize those meeting notes, but they give you a bulleted list of next steps and things to do out of them. It really is incredible. If your job is text and information heavy, Notion AI can really help you out. Do your most efficient work with Notion projects. You can try it free today at notion.com connected. That's N-O-T-I-O-N, notion.com connected. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. So go now to notion.com connected. Our thanks to Notion for the support of the show and Relay FM. It is time for the Flexies. I will start with the preamble. The Flexies is a game held after each edition of the Rickies. It consists of a series of additional picks in relation to the upcoming Apple event or year. Scoring is completed separately from the main game, but like the Rickies, the order of picks is set by the results of the previous game, and ties will be broken by using Dice by Peacock. Please lie down as the rules are read. Hosts must make a minimum of five flexi picks. Each correct pick is awarded with one point. Wrong picks do not remove any points, and no partial points may be awarded. The winner is determined by comparing the percentage of correct flexies made by each host. The winner can choose their chosen title as long as they are the winner. Federico shall be named Prince Flexi and is known as King Flexi when having won both the keynote and annual games. Mike has chosen Duke of Flexington and uses the name Archduke Flexington when applicable. I am the Attorney General Flexi and use the title Secretary of Deflex when necessary. Loser of the Flexies must compensate the winner of the Flexies by donating to a charity of the winner's choice. The amount of the donation is $25 per wrong Flexi made by the loser. The money must be donated on air. Mike is the current winner of the Keynote Flexies and the winner of the annual Flexies. You may return to your seats. Please announce the Archduke Flexington. The Archduke of Flexington! Oh, I feel like we need a, we need a trumpets. The Archduke of Flexington! Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello. Tis I, Archduke Flexington, to tell you my five... Just five. Flexies. Just five. Yes, because I was wondering if I should add more and then forgot. 
to do that during the episode. So I have the prerequisite five flexi picks. Okay. The iPad OS cursor appears to have been repurposed for using iPad apps in VR. Uh, how? What, what do does that mean? <laughs> so like, so you know how the iPad OS cursor looks, a little circle? Okay. That's going to track your finger as you move okay. around iPad apps. Two, no Mac Pro teaser video. Hmm. Well, does it mean if they Three. don't do a teaser, but they do a trailer, is that is that... Does that still count? No, I'm saying there's no teaser video. There's no teaser video. Let me ask this. If our boy John Turnus gets on stage and says, hey, here's the Mac, Mac Pro. Pro is coming later this year. Here's what it is. But there's no teaser video. You get this right. Yeah, I'm saying there's no teaser video like they've done for the two previous Mac Pros. And the it just keeps Pro. repeating this line. <laughs> it doesn't want to. There's no video. So Federico, for the last two Mac Pros and the iMac Pros, they did this whole video showing it up with like cool music Three, we do not know what the price of the headset ah, will be. Interesting, okay. Four, the headset portion of the keynote lasts over an hour. Five, heartbreak, tvOS is not covered in the keynote. Well, you know it's going to happen. I love tvOS, right? Obviously, everyone knows this about me. If they spend any time talking about tvOS in this keynote, that time has been wasted. Like... I cannot imagine anything worthwhile of putting into WWDC keynote. If they do, it better be like, oh, Netflix is in the TV app now. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of level it's got to be at. Otherwise, it ain't worth it. Right. There will be something. They'll put things in TVOS. I have no doubt. But it won't be covered in the keynote is my pick. That's okay. my five flexes. I have seven flexes. Well, I have seven because I saw that Steven had seven. So I felt like I needed to match Steven. Number one, the Messages app gets an easier way to send photos that does not require tapping an iMessage app anymore. Oh my God, please. I still always open the camera. Yeah, it's awful. Right? This is so annoying. And there used to be like a standalone images, like photos button, right? There used to be like a, a thing that would just open the photo picker. And that's what I want to come back. Like, don't let me... And that that iMessage app, sometimes it gets stuck and it doesn't attach your images to, to a message and you need to do it again. It's so bad. Number two, Stage Manager for iPad gets support for clamshell mode with external displays. It's so distracting that you want to use your iPad with, on an external display and you still see the iPad's display right there. Like it's, come on. Number three, the next version of macOS is called Skyline. Man, you will not stop, will you, with this Skyline talk? Until they give me macOS Skyline, I will not stop. But they're, thankfully, they're giving it to me <laughs> this year, so I'm happy. Number four. Oh, wow. That's number scary. four, we scary. see at least one new Dynamic Island feature, right? I mean, 
just one, even one. Obviously, the text of my pick number five is unfinished or it got deleted. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> Somebody deleted it. <laughs> because right now, it just... <laughs> <laughs> right now, in our document, it just says the wallet app. I need some clarification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're gonna have to clarify that one. Oh, hang on, I'm digging into the. Uh... Oh, maybe, maybe I just, uh, maybe I got distracted. <laughs> and, and, and it... uh, okay, Federico, I'm going through the history, and it has always just said the wallet app. The wallet. <laughs> the wallet app gets a new design. That that was my that was my pick. Ah, uh, there my we pick. go. The wallet app gets a new. <laughs> The only change is that you put a, you put a period at the end. That's all that happened. It was always just the wallet app, and then eventually my, you just put my, a period. My at wish the end. is the wallet app. Just whatever. Now the wallet app gets a new design. Please, that's the that's the pick. You know what I mostly want from the wallet app is that I don't have to press two buttons to get the information from the back of the wallet pass. Like that should just be there on the main yeah, screen. Yeah, that. And also the whole design, it's just so slow to use. Like, I don't understand how cards get organized. I want to organize them manually. I want to make folders. Like, it doesn't need to look like my real wallet because guess what? I hate my wallet and a phone should be easier to use than a physical wallet. Like, I don't get it. Just, you know, anything works except what it is right now. Number six, some new shortcuts features get covered in the State of the Union. And number seven... Which one of the three of us is going to have to watch the State of the Union? Uh, I will. So don't worry about it. Um, okay. Yeah. You take one for the team. Uh, number seven, the next version of iOS brings at least, again, one new AirPods-related feature. At least one new AirPods thing. I don't know what, which is why I'm saying at least one. So I also have seven. feel like we needed to up the ante a little bit this time. My first one is that the keynote video runs over two hours. There's no way it doesn't. Mm, yeah, yeah. This next one, I went back and forth a lot. The 15-inch MacBook Air will be powered by an M3. Aha, uh-huh. so they're going to introduce the M3, you think? I think so. With the MacBook Air. They, they introduced the M2 with the MacBook Air. They introduced the M1 with the MacBook Air. Number three. Apple reframes an existing feature as being powered by, quote, AI. Well, uh, yeah, but you know they're going to do it. It's be sad. They kind of have to do it. Yeah, but I don't want that. Yeah. I want them to stay true. They have to do it. They have to do it, but it will make me sad. Kevin Lynch has a major role in introducing the headset. Why? Because he took it over and he did the Apple Watch. Did he take it over? Yes. At some point. Interesting. You remember a couple... Or I looked... I saw this today and I was intrigued because I didn't remember that happening. And then... I'm not saying this is to be all and end all, but do you remember a few weeks ago, Mark Gowan wrote an article where he referenced every single person who was significant in... Yeah, Kevin Lynch is not in Oh, I seem to have mixed this up with the car. With the car. Oh, with the car? Yeah. I, I don't remember Kevin Lynch ever being put on that product. Well... So... I'm excited to see how much of an impact he has. <laughs> I mean, I could remove it. I'm really excited to see. Uh, Here's what, what a guy that so did not oversee this project. <laughs> 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 
he's gonna have a major impact on show. And he right walks up and he's on. You know he's what? Like, I, I think I only have. I think I only have six flexes. Yes, Kevin. Like, so yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, whoa, what <laughs> happened there? Oh, another another editing error has occurred in our document, and there's now a complete. Yeah, it missing. said uh, it said Tim Cook the whole time. <laughs> Aren't I a good a good friend? What if your pick just said Kevin Lynch? <laughs> 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 oh no just what about kevin lynch has a role kevin lynch appears <laughs> a wild kevin lynch appeared mm. you could if you still if you care about kevin lynch that much he'll, he might still be doing the watch part i know they gave that to jeff too didn't Man. they jeff williams just okay, jeff yeah. <laughs> gobble 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 taking all the roles that's that's jeff williams <laughs> So what are you going to do? You're going to keep it? I kind of want to remove it? it. No. Keep Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, this come is for Jericho. As a major role. Oh, come on. The CEO. Can't you pick anybody else? <sighs> come on. Jeff Williams. <laughs> Even... Yeah, Jeff Williams is better than Tim right, Jeff Williams has a major Williams. role in introducing the headset. There you go. There you go. Okay. If Kevin Lynch introduces the headset, you're gonna be so mad. I, iPad OS 17 gains lock screen customization. Should, yeah. Yep, it's a year behind. Number six, we see a Mac Pro preview. Okay, so with this last two, I see you're see you're going against both of us. Okay. I am. Okay. Number seven, the next version of Mac OS is not called Skyline. Oh, yeah, right, because it should be named after another boring California thing that nobody knows instead of a cool word that resonates worldwide like Skyline, right? They're just going to call it what? MacOS Santa Clara? What, what are they going to call it? Like MacOS? That would be too well-known. Well, yeah, exactly. That's even too well-known. MacOS, n- name of a hill somewhere. And it's like a big deal. You know how for California people, when they hear thunder, that's like, oh, thunder. It's like, yeah, guys, nature exists. And it's like... Okay. I don't know where he's going now. (laughs) We've lost him. We've lost Federico. He's gone now. (laughs) And it's like to to anybody in Europe, that's like a totally normal thing. But they're like, oh, guys, we have a mountain. Let's, Let's name the operating system after a mountain. And it's like, yeah, that's nice. That's cute. You got a mountain. I'm going to go with Mac OS Interstate 280. That's what they're going to call it. <laughs> it was on the Apple Maps logo the whole time. <laughs> yeah. It's been right there. It's been looking at us the whole time. Well, that brings us to the end of the Flexies. We will be grading these in person together next week at WBDC. Oh, by the way, there was a reason that I didn't have enough time to think of two Flexies. No. Welcome back to the quizzes. How? Where I, Mike Hurley, quiz my connected co-hosts randomly and by surprise on a variety of varying subjects. It's the end of the show. Uh, For 2023, we currently stand at the scoring of Steven with 1,540 points and Federico with 1,620 points. This is after our members special where the points changed. You can go to Get Connected. Wait, pro getconnectedpro.co is where you can go to sign up and hear our member special where we did a full uh, Passionate Ones episode. So I have just two questions for the quizzes this time. 
This came to me in a moment of inspiration. In a moment of inspiration. For each of these, there are 150 points available. Now, you may think, Mike, you're inflating the scores again because I've been trying to keep it to tens. There's a very good reason for this because we're going to see how much you believe in yourselves and if you're willing to put points on the line. I have two questions. Question number one is who will win the Rickies? Question number two is who will win the Flexies? I want each of you to answer who you think is going to win both the Rickies and the Flexies. If you're right, you will gain 150 points. You gain no points if it was you that was right. It's only who you pick. You can pick yourself and you will get those points. But there are 150 points on the line. Oh my God, we're playing against ourselves? You could be playing against yourself. If you believe in yourself that much, you can say yourself and you will get the points if you win. But if you think somebody else has a better chance of winning, you may as well say it because you'll get 150 points in the quizzes. Steven, who do you think will win the Rickies? Me. Oh, Steven's betting on himself. Okay. Okay. Federico, who do you think will win the Rickies? I will win the Rickies. Wow, you too. All right. Uh, Steven, who's going to win the Flexies? Me. <laughs> Look, you seriously wanted us to play a game about self-confidence? Yeah, Federico, who do you think is going to win the Flexies? I will win the Flexies. (laughs) I mean, you both have more than me. Like, I was the easy pick. All right, fair enough. There are 150 points on the line. The two of them only believe in themselves. We'll find out what happens next time. That was the Quizzies. Thank you for listening. If you want to find links to the couple of stories we spoke about and the scorecards for this this wonderful event, check out the links in the show notes at relay.fm slash connected slash 452. There you can become a member and get longer ad-free versions of the show each and every week. It's just five bucks a month. You can find us all online. Federico is the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net, where they are promising wall-to-wall coverage Mm -hmm. of WODC. I am super excited uh, that the MacStories team is going to be on the ground together, Mm -hmm. just like we are. It's going to be a whole group hug situation at WODC. Family reunion. That's right. You can find Federico on Mastodon as Vitici at MacStories.net. You can find Mike on a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM. Uh, Mike, what are y'all doing for Upgrade next week? Do you know yet? Uh, we're going to be recording uh, at Apple Park, um, kind of, I think, probably during the State of the Union. Right now, our time is 1.45 p.m., subject to change. We'll be recording that live. Uh, you'll be able to listen to that uh, at relay.fm slash live. And I think there may also be an overflow stream or something, uh, depending on if the stream goes down. We're not sure about that yet, but we'll be uh, posting about it on Mastodon and in the Discord. Uh, so yeah, that's going to be on Monday, but that will be available on Monday uh, as always. You can find me on Mac Power Users here on Relay FM, and I write over at 512pixels.net. And Mike and I also are both on Mastodon. He is imike at mike.social, and I am ismh at eworld.social. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Clean My Mac X, Indeed, and Notion. And until next time, when we're together, boys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.